0: right well hello and welcome welcome and hello today is thursday which means that it is vlog day and i am here i've got a great vlog for you guys i hope you're all having just a fantastic week we're gonna have some news and advocacy here at the top of the program of course we're going to have a beer tasting this week something that was sorely missing in the last vlog and a lot of people you know they weren't really into that evidently the beer tasting segment has a lot of fans so Of course, we're going to have a beer tasting segment this week. Of course, we're going to have some shout outs in there as well. Of course, we're going to do some first impressions. Uh, I don't have a retro vape, but what I do have is a review for a thing that never got reviewed. And then, of course, we're going to wrap it all up at the end with just my favorite comments of the week. So, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the vlog. I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to have you guys here. Let me get out my vlog notes here and let's see what's first on the agenda. Oh, yeah. The Wismack Predator thing. So a guy named, I have a, I have a little bit of news here at the top of the program. And first thing that we wanted, that I wanted to talk about was, uh, Joshua, a fellow named Joshua sent me an email that says, Hey Nick, I thought I would pass the song, pass this on to you since I saw your first impressions of this mod. The 510 connection threading is separate from the pin. He's talking about the Wismac Predator is separate from the pin. It is just press fitted into the mod. After about three weeks of owning it, mine popped out in my pocket. I guess that is, if you just keep wiggling a tank back and forth, like I might be doing in my pocket when I'm walking, it will detach from the mod. Figured I would give you a heads up because you could enter, and uh, because it could enter your Tuesday Bro Tuesday Q. As always, love your channel and hope you had fun in the UK. Absolutely, I did have fun in the UK. And then he sent me a picture and I was like, wow, that's crazy. There, It's a picture and it's the 510 threading completely pulled out of the housing of the Wismec Predator. And I was instantly like instantly fascinated by this i was like wow i've literally in my eight years of vaping i have never run into this issue before i've never had a 510 that is just has popped out on me like that and uh, so we know for sure now that the wismac predator is press fit in its 510 connection and i'm not saying that that's a good thing or a bad thing, but one thing is for sure is their press fit five ten connection is very, very weak. There could very well be other mods that have just a press fit five ten connection. I could grab this little uh, you know evic primo mini this could have a press fit five ten connection on there i don 't know, but it 's never like uh, you know wobbled on me or fallen out on me or anything like that i 'm looking at this guy 's picture and i 'm thinking, man. It must take a lot of effort to like just pull that out of there. Like he must have been doing something weird. Like maybe he sat on it and it bent it and then he was able to like it like popped off in his hand. So I decided to do some science. So I threw this Sherman tank onto this Wismec Predator. I gave it the most very slight wobble back and forth the same exact thing happened to me. This tank is empty. It's not built. There's no batteries in this, but I screwed this tank on here and I gave it just like a little back and forth and I could instantly feel it like whoop, whoop, like move. And I was like, okay, well maybe it's not screwed down all the way. So I was like, okay, no, it's screwed down all the way. I made sure of that. I gave it a little back and forth and I could feel it moving back and forth. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. I've never come across that before. And sure enough, all I did was give it a little tug and the 510 comes right off of the mod, and it might even be permanently on this Sherman tank right now, and the 510 threads have just popped off of this Wismec Predator. What the fuck? What the fuck? Now I'm going to try to use some pliers to get this 510 threading off of my Sherman tank. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, dude, this thing just popped out. Here's your 510 threading. It's just, like he said, it's press fit in there. I I literally just gave it, and I wasn't even like hulking it or anything. I'm not that strong of a guy. I just went and I felt it move and I was like holy shit. I gave it one little tug boom. The whole 510 thread just popped out. So if you have a Wismec Predator 228 kit just Be really careful with it. Don't sit down on it. I, all the time, constantly, constantly sit down on my mods. I took this with me. We'll get to this in the What I've Been Vaping, but I took this with me to San Francisco this last weekend, and I must have sat down on it like at least 20 or so times. I mean, it was probably more than that. Every time I got in an Uber, I sat down. I I sat in the car, and I just sat down on it. We were sitting on some benches. I sat down on it. We We were eating meals and lunch and breakfast and dinner. I just kept sitting on it. No sign of this press fitting coming out in any capacity. It's just on the Wismec Predator 228, just as a heads up. It's not like this mod is like a super cheap mod either. It's not like it's a $30 mod or a $35 mod where you go, oh, okay, well, it's, it's like a $35 mod, so I'm not expecting like perfection. I'm expecting some flaws in there for a $30 mod. I clicked over to Vapor DNA, it's a $70 mod. It retails for eighty-four ninety nine and Vapor DNA sells it for sixty-nine ninety-nine. So this is not an inexpensive mod. This isn't like a budget mod. This is something that people would save up for and buy a Wismec predator. They'd be like, I I you know, I would do the same thing. I saved 80 bucks. Now I can get the mod I want. Just be careful because the 510 threads, I mean, this is basically rendered useless now. I could probably I don't even know how I would press this back in here. I could probably figure out a way to press this back in here well enough to use it. But the fact that that happened, that really bums me out. Really bums me out about that Wismec Predator kit. So if you have it, just... Please be careful. But anyway, Joshua, thank you so much for sending that my way. Now I have another little bit of news that took way longer than it needed to. I apologize. I have a little bit of news. This could be a Grim Green Vlog exclusive. My advocacy hero and now CASA board member Jennifer Berger Coleman out of Sacramento, California, sent me an email not two hours ago that says, hey, Nick, unfortunately, this is a piece of crap rage email. This is legislation that was introduced today in San Francisco to ban all flavors." other than tobacco so they're, they're pulling a new jersey on us even for cigarettes no menthol flavors of any kind i'll keep you posted about what we can do i'm calling the clerk's office tomorrow to see if i can get a copy of the minutes as thus far it's being held in secrecy we don't even know the time frame yet on when it will be heard just a heads up and i'll keep you updated thank you nick much love jbc and yeah she sent me over a press release uh from the city of San Francisco, Supervisor Malia Cohen introduces landmark flavored tobacco restriction ordinance. Gee I was just in San Francisco. I fucking love that city, and I don't know why they're, they're doing dumb shit like this, man. San Francisco, California Supervisor Malia Cohen today introduced a landmark tobacco control ordinance which will restrict the sale of all flavored tobacco products in the city of San Francisco. This evidence-based legislation prohibits retailers from selling any tobacco product, whether cigarette, smokeless, e-product, or otherwise, that has an added characterizing flavor. Supervisor Cohen's legislation is unique in that it is a full restriction of the sale of flavored tobacco, including menthol products. Flavored tobacco is disproportionately Wow, that could be the first time in the history of me that I have ever said the word disproportionately. Interesting. Flavored tobacco is disproportionately marketed to children and young adults, African-Americans, and LGBTQ people. For too long, the tobacco industry has gotten a pass while they selectively target vulnerable populations with flavored tobacco products, said Supervisor Cohen. Flavored tobacco hooks new smokers and makes them lifelong users. It can be more harmful and more difficult to quit than unflavored tobacco. Tobacco use remains the leading cause of preventable preventable death in the United States, specifically cancers. This legislation will have a tremendous impact on the disturbing disparities for tobacco related illnesses. It will reduce the number of new tobacco users that pick up the habit annually. So this is a pretty long press release, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I do want to read the last paragraph of it. It says, we salute the vision and courage of Supervisor Cohen, said Carol Magruder of the African-American Tobacco Control Leadership Council, which I didn't know before this moment that that was even a thing. This proposed legislation puts the health and lives of our children before the tobacco industry profits. The American The African-American Tobacco Control Leadership Council is calling for the greater tobacco control community to work strategically to restrict the sale of menthol cigarettes and other flavored tobacco products. All communities should be healthy and prosperous. That's something that I don't necessarily disagree with. All communities should be healthy and prosperous. I also do believe that we live in the United States of America and that as an adult, we should be allowed to put into our bodies anything that we want to as long as you are an adult. They're using a lot of the same lame duck arguments that we've heard in the past about marketing to to kids and protecting the youth and doing all this stuff in the name name of the children. I uh this I find this completely terrifying. I don't live in San Francisco, but I do love San Francisco. This is completely this is a little bit terrifying for me because it seems to have already a lot of support. And as Jennifer Berger Coleman said All of this is being done in secret behind closed doors. This is something that the public doesn't know about because it's being done in secret. How shady is that? How shady are you, Supervisor Cohen? So anyway, if you're in San Francisco area, if you're in the surrounding Bay Area area and you wanna know what you can do, I don't know what you can do. Um, I'm assuming, and I'm hoping, and I, I'm, she may even be watching this, I'm hoping that Jennifer Berger Coleman uh, keeps uh, me updated, which will in turn keep all of my vlog viewers updated on this moving forward. This is the first thing I've heard of it. I found nothing on the internet. It's just in this press release that she sent me today. So unfortunately, I don't have anything down below. I can link you to if you really want this press release. Just shoot me an email, Nick at GrimGreen.com, and I'll just send it to you. I'll, I'll send you the press release uh, if if you really, really want it. I I will absolutely send it to you. Maybe I'll just try to find a place to put it online so that people can access it. So I'm not answering like 800 emails uh, sending out this press release. I'll figure it out. You know what? It's whatever. I'll figure it out. We'll get this press release out there. So whoever wants to read it can read it. And once again, thank you, Jennifer Berger Coleman, new board member of CASA for sending that my way. That's ridiculous. I'm not even sure what's happening in New Jersey, but New Jersey is doing a very similar thing, if not the exact same thing. Although they're they're allowing tobacco and menthol flavors just nothing else after that. I don't know where that legislation's at. I know that the vape legislation in New York state was stopped, but I don't know where we stand on New Jersey. And now we can add San Francisco to the list of cities banning all flavors. And this is where, this is where it gets really sneaky because now that they call us a tobacco product We get lumped in with tobacco products, which means that any legislation that passes in a city or a state that says tobacco is this, this, and this restricted or now there's these new regulations for tobacco, we are that. Even though this bottle has zero tobacco in it. These coils right here, zero tobacco. The stabilized wood mod, zero tobacco, but because for some reason we're categorized as tobacco. Any future legislation about tobacco affects us. Oh, that's a thing. That's a thing that I very much dislike. But anyway, thank you, JBC, for sending that my way. That's kind of all I have for news right now. Um, I had talked about going to Columbus, Ohio for the Midwest Vapor Expo. I am going to be doing that. I'm also going to be going to Tampa for VCCT. Kevin Skipper's doing another VCC in Tampa. I love Tampa. I love Florida. I'm excited to get back there. I believe that's happening in June. So stuff to look forward to. Good things. Also, I do want to give a shout out. And I, there, how am I going to film this? There's no way to film this. I want to give a shout out to Michael Bodine from Vape Mats. He has released the pro series of Vape Mats and the thing is gigantic. It takes up my whole desk like Lengthwise, basically lengthwise, and basically widthwise as well. It is a huge vape mat. I'll try to take a picture of it and show it to you, but it is a honking big vape mat, and it just looks so cool, and I love having it on my desk. So thank you, Michael. Now that we're past that, now that we've got through some news and whatnot, let's just jump right in real quick. There's not gonna be a whole lot of it. It's what I've been vaping. Whoa. So yeah, let's get into what I've been vaping. First things first, yeah, hanging in there with the Leaning Tree Wood Mods, big honking DNA 250 LiPo-powered monster monster brick. They, they should call this mod the monster brick. I think that would be pretty cool. But anyway, LiPo-powered, stab wood, Leaning Tree Mods. The battery life on this is less than amazing. I don't remember the exact milliamp hour or watt hours of this battery, but I charge it, basically twice a day when I'm using it really heavily. I don't let it get down all the way. I let it get down to about 20% on my little battery indicator and then I pop it on the charger again because I crank through batteries. Of course, I'm using a 0.3 ohm coil at 100 watts, so at 100 watts, I'm getting, I don't know, five-ish hours before I need to recharge it. I'm sure I could get squeak another maybe hour and a half out of that, but I don't want my LiPos to get too low and go dead. Uh, Rocking that with the Sense Blazer Pro on top, still loaded up with rainbow sherbet in the dark. Freaking delicious. This is just a fun setup. It's big and beefy, and I love to have it here on my desk so that I can just grab it and vape and type and answer and things and Photoshop and grab it and vape. good it's good it's it's a damn good vape this sense blazer pro man these 3.3 ohm coil heads with the coils with the extra coils on top it, they work great they wick juice like crazy the flavor is very Decent, and I just really like it. I just really like this combo all around. I really like this Sense Blazer Pro. So that's what I've been vaping. Additionally, yep, yeah, still hanging in there and there with the Vape Envy Loch Ness mod in my hand next to that Evic Primo. This is probably the most comfortable mod that I own, just to hold in my hand. I've got it topped with the Crown Three, which again I'm not a huge fan of, but. I've been using it and it's fine. It's one of those things that it doesn't bother me enough to not want to use it, but every time I use it, I kind of go, oh, this isn't my favorite. You know, it, it's that product. But I've got it loaded up with 11 Mod Violator, which is a delicious juice that I got in the UK. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fine. I can vape it. Like I said, it doesn't bother me enough to not use it, but every time I vape it, I go, "Bah, eh, that's not really my favorite. So it is what it is. I just don't like how spitty the crown is. I think that's the one thing that bothers me about this tank. I use the Sense Blazer and I can take a huge, I mean, massive toot on it. I get no spit back. I mean, literally zero spit back. And it's great. But with the Crown 3, pardon me, it crackles and I get good flavor, but I get so much spit back, like actual... Particles of juice spraying me like a fine mist all over my tongue. The airflow's good. Everything else is really good about this tank. That spitback is a killer, man. It is just a killer. Also, uh, Revenant box with the, uh, you know. I, I just did this in Tuesday Bro Tuesday. Someone remind me the name of this. Merlin from Augvape. Got that loaded up with Caramel Corpse from the Grim Colt line. It's just been fantastic. This is one of my favorite RDTAs. It's something that's going to be heavily in my rotation. I, I just love it. I wish with all my wishes that they didn't send me one single rose gold unit because as it stands, I have nothing. I mean, no mods. I have a mod now. Oh, we'll see when we get to the first impressions. This would look dope on that mod. Yes. But right now it's on the Revenant, the most unmatchy-matchy thing ever, but fuck it. I'm getting a good vape. I've got a 0.2 in here, 95 watts, clouds, bro. I've been rocking this heavily too. This is the joytech Evic Primo Mini, and I got this shortly before I left for San Francisco, and I decided that while I was in San Francisco, this was going to be my only vape. I brought one, Thing with me. I didn't even bring an 18650 charger. All I brought was four 18650s, hoping that those four fully charged 18650s would last me throughout the weekend. And they absolutely did. This mod held up great. One single 18650 lasted me basically all day. My battery didn't die until when we got to dinner late one night and I clicked it and I was like, oh, the battery's dead. There you go. That's fine. And I don't have a spare on me, so it's whatever. But the battery lasted a really good long time. This tank was rad. It still is rad. This is the tank. I don't even know what it's called. It's the Pro C1 from Joytech, And, you know, this is something that if I had gotten it two days earlier, it would have been a first impressions, but I just got it and instantly started using it like crazy. So now it's in my, uh, what I've been vaping. I've got this loaded up with Nola from Lane Cove, which is fucking delicious. I didn't realize how good Nola from Lane Cove is. It might be slowly overtaking my Yi as like one of my favorite daily banger juices that I love. Anyway, this is a 0.38 ohm coil. Have it set to a modest 53. Okay, why do I do 53.9? What sense does that make? Let's just knock it up to an even 54 watts. Great vape right here. Great vape. And lastly, I've been using this Stabwood Mech Mod that I got from Vape Envy. Same thing, this came... Right after, this came on last Thursday, right after I uploaded the vlog, I got this and I was like, well, I can either not use this for a week and put it in the first impressions of the vlog or I can kind of start using it right away. And I went down the kind of start using it right away. This is a copper mech mod that has a stab wood, a permanently affixed stab wood sleeve. And you can kind of see it's a little bit Curvy and rounded and sexy looking. It's got that really great smooth envy vape button on there. It's got a hybrid 510 on top that is optional. It does come with a 510 pin that has like, you know, a 510 top that has an actual 510 pin on it. Got a brass recoil on top that Zach Fiends sent me. He sells pre built brass recoils on the site. I'll try to track down a link and put it in the description, but he put a framed staple something or other of awesomeness in here, and it's just rocking and rolling like crazy on this mech mod, and it comes in a brass recoil, so that's super cool. I've got this topped with the DHD metal head, and a slightly matchy-matchy green, like, tricker cap on there. Anyway, got this loaded up with uh caramelized banana from the Epic Clouds line. Friggin' delicious. This is an amazing vape. I really, really enjoy the simplicity of a mech mod. Just a tube and an atomizer and a battery. Just give me that. That's all I need. Fuck, that's good. This is good. This is such a good vape. I have a feeling, pardon me, I have a feeling a lot of that's due to the copper mech mod just hitting really well. And I have a feeling a lot of that is due to the gorgeous coils that Zach Fiends put in that recoil. You can buy a pre- built brass recoil that's so cool like i said i'll link down in the description to where you can check that out if you're interested but yeah that's basically uh you know that's basically what i've been vaping nothing really super surprising i guess that revenant box i love it the loch ness i love it that leaning tree is the big honking brick guy and then a Stabwood mech mod and that's i mean uh That's it, that's what I've been vaping along with that little EVIC guy. So yeah, that's what I've been vaping. I've also been talking a lot and back by popular demand, it's time to go up there to my fridge and get to the beer section. 90% 90% sure that the beer we're going to try tonight came from Jennifer Berger Coleman. She sent me some San, San Francisco. She sent me some Sacramento beers. This is Oak Park Brewing Company, the steampunk Saison Farmhouse Ale. Not a whole lot of information out there about this beer. It's not on Beer Advocate. I couldn't really find much information on it. I found it on Untapped and it's got a bunch of reviews and it, people seem to really enjoy it. I love the reviews on Untapped because this one guy, he gave it four stars and just said, interesting. Another guy gave it three and a half stars and just said, great taste. Another guy gave it four and a half stars and said, so delicious. So you kind of go, all right, well, that's not really a review. That's just your opinion. Like I want to know about it. I want to know more about it. I want to know like about the flavor. Like what is it supposed to be? What is it supposed to taste like? So we're going to go over to the Oak Park Brewing Company website. We're going to see what the flavor profile says. Steampunk Saison. Slightly tart and wonderfully complex. This farmhouse ale has a delicious funky character brought in from the wild Brett. Okay. I can't even pronounce that word. Uh, Ruby, I need help. Brett brettanamases, 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 as well as great cracked pepper spiciness found in this traditional saison. So I'm going to be drinking this. I'm going to be pouring into a Grim Army tulip style glass. Once again, not over my keyboard. I haven't done that in a very long time. Holy cow. Okay. So I basically just poured a glass of head. Look at that, That that's ridiculous. Look at that head, okay. Well, there we go, I guess that's a bit more reasonable. Anyway, I'm excited to try this. I don't really drink a lot of like uh, Saison's or farmhouse ales or like, uh, you know, sour beers, but I'm always interested to try them. It's not something I drink like on the reg, like YOLO on the reg. It's not something I drink on the reg. But if there's one available, if someone says, hey, you want to try the Saison? I go, yeah, absolutely. Like I want to try. I want to try it all. I want to try everything, you know? So here we go. Thanks, JBC, for sending this my way. Cheers. Here's to you guys. Yeah, wow. Okay, super carbonated. Super carbonated. Holy crap, that is very very effervescent. Wow, carbonated. I'm going to be I'm going to be burping for a while here. Yeah, it's super good. It is slightly tart. There's some nice complexity to it. I get some like uh upfront pear flavors, like there's some some sort of fruit flavor going on there. It's like apples or pears or like grape skins or like sour green grapes type of situation. It is very carbonated, very bubbly and effervescent. It is very clean as well. It's intensely clean. As soon as you, you know, there's no lingering flavors or anything like that. It's just overall a very clean tasting farmhouse ale. When you, when you finish drinking it, when you swallow that beer down, there's no sort of lingering flavors or notes on your tongue. It, it's pretty delicious, man. that's good i really like this i really like this a lot because it's not too sour with a lot you know and this is something that happens in the beer world a lot i'm not really sure why that happens but they like to take flavor characteristics to like the extreme and i guess it's not exclusive to beer but i just see it a lot in the beer world it's like this ipa is the most intense ipa that you've ever fucking put in your mouth and it tastes like you're just eating a fucking pine tree it's so intense and these stouts that are like this is the most doughty stout just the darkest you need to drink this beer with a spoon it's just the most intense stout And they do that same thing with sours they're like this isn't in- this is the most intense sour it's so sour it just fucking turns your face inside out the sour level is so high that you can't even be in the same room as it you need to wear like a face mask it's so sour it actually like absorbs the oxygen out of the air so it's nice to see like a nice mellow sort of tart but little bit sour but not too sour just very approachable easy drinking clean saison style farmhouse ale really good also, that one really came out of nowhere. Did I mention how carbonated this was? I'm going to pair this with Nola. I think this is going to be an amazing pairing. Uh, Nola is, let me, let me actually just read you the actual freaking flavor profile of Nola here. So Nola is a traditional Australian pavlova meringue topped with whipped cream, strawberries, kiwi, and passion fruit. Yeah, I get a very, uh, I get a very creamy kiwi flavor out of this. To me, when I vape Nola, I get like a little bit of strawberry, a lot of kiwi, and then just creamy whipped cream. Just so much whipped cream all over it that you can't even... It's like if you took a kiwi and you just covered it in whipped cream. Just covered it so like you can't even see the kiwi underneath all you see is whipped cream until you bite into it and you go oh there is some kiwi in there all I'm getting is mostly just this intense sweet creamy whipped cream flavor but there is a little bit of kiwi and strawberry under there I think that's going to go great with this let's just give it a shot yeah dude That's awesome. That's a totally good pairing. That is a super good pairing. They really complement each other well, like that kiwi strawberry whipped cream and this like sart, sart, what? That's what happens when you combine sweet and tart. You end up with sart, that tart like grape skin pear flavor that i get from this just really complementing each other really well nola meet the farmhouse ale. farmhouse ale, meet nola you guys are going to be great friends okay okay break it up mm-hmm. i dig it dude i dig that a lot anyway i'm going to wrap this up NOLA, awesome. Uh, I'll put a link down in the description where you can check NOLA out if you're interested. Additionally, I'll check down some information on this Farmhouse Steampunk Saison from Oak Park Brewing, which I am, like, now I'm like 88% sure that that came from Jennifer Berger Coleman. JBC, let me know if that's a beer you sent me so I can actually give you proper credit. Anyway, anyway, we're going to wrap this beer segment up. We're going to jump right into a couple quick shout-outs. It is shout-out. All right, so we got time for a couple shout outs here. Reg, dude named Reg emailed me and he didn't even ask for a shout out, but I want to give him a shout out. He wrote to me and said, hey buddy, I just want to share five words to replace your great vaping experience. Nice and good are understandable for a longtime fan such as myself, but great seems to have a meh description in your rating scale. I know you don't have a one to 10 scale, I know. Here's some words, basically, that I can use instead of great. I like to say nice, I like to say loud motorcycle, I like to say nice, and I like to say good, and I like to say great. Those seem to be like, the only adjectives I use when describing stuff. So he gave me some options here. Spectacular. Huh? Spectacular. How about that? How about outstanding? That's good. Outstanding. Phenomenal. He says, that's a 10 to me. Almost like revolutionary. Phenomenal. Terrific. Terrific is is great. <laughs> I just used it. Yes, I, I just used great to... Re- to describe the word that i 'm using to replace great, holy crap, my mind is blown also glorious sounds like a nine to me. keep it under five words, and that 's better K- keep it under five words, and that 's better than great yours reg anyway reg yes, thank you i 'm going to start using terrific i 'm going to start using terrific, phenomenal, spectacular, and outstanding all of those things reg thank you for uh, thank you for writing in uh, Riza wrote to me which that's just such a cool name that, uh, that's why I opened this, meme- this email. Pro tip, if you have a really interesting name, chances are I might actually open and read your email before all those other, you know, Dave and Bob and Nick. Anyway, Rise, she writes to me and says, hey, Nick, I wanna drop you a quick email to request a birthday shout out for my boyfriend, Mark. It's April 22nd, which is actually this Saturday. He doesn't watch a lot of vape reviewers like I do, but he always has time to watch yours. He's been vaping, vaping for a year and a half now, and uh, just wanted to say that I'm super proud of him. He was a heavy smoker before I converted him to vaping. His fed- favorite setup is the Noisy Cricket 2-25 after watching your review on it and the Recoil. That's awesome, thanks man, keep it metal from Ryza. Oh, this is oh my goth. Oh, come on. Why doesn't your picture look look like who you are? What isn't that your picture on Gmail? Oh my God, it doesn't look anything like you. you, you the picture on Gmail, you, you have like blonde, you have like silver hair. Okay, that looks nothing like you. Anyway, yes, oh my goth, uh, I, I follow her on Instagram, I follow her on Snapchat, she's a super cool chick. Yes, absolutely, oh my goth, you are shouted out, as well as Mark, your boyfriend. Happy birthday, you are definitely shouted out. Bump that fist. I'm so glad that you enjoy the noisy cricket, and I'm so glad that you enjoy the recoil. That's just awesome. Happy birthday, I hope uh, hope you make it a good one. I hope Riza has just th- the coolest shit plan for you. I hope that she just gives you an amazing birthday. Do you see all that pressure that I just put on you right now? Oh my god, you have all these expectations to live up to. Anyway, uh, absolutely. Happy birthday. Got another shout out here. Uh, Jody. So Jody wrote in. Jody wrote me a long email and we are just going to power through it. Hey Nick, I just wanted to say thank you. I'll try to keep this short because I know you get a lot of these. I started experimenting with SIGs when I was about 12 and by 14 I was getting SIGs any way I could. Yeah, that's that's basically the same thing I did. I've always had anxiety and depression issues, which continue to this day. Jumping forward, my first son, Zachary was born and I was determined to quit for him. Gums, patches, antidepressants, which makes me worse. Not even hypnotism. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not going to put on my James Randi skepticism hat here, but you know that hypnotism, it's not, it's not a thing. It's not, It's not real. It's not, uh, you can't put someone into a trance and, and make them do things for you. Because if someone had the ability to do that, they would probably just like enslave the United States. You know what I mean? So... Good on you for trying to quit in any way you can, but just remember that hypnotism is not real. Do not waste your time on it. I never tried Chantix because I knew the side effects could have been very bad for me. Nothing worked. Along came my other son, Logan, and I knew I could not let him see me go through what would eventually lead to my father's death. I heard about this thing called vaping and I thought I'd give it a try. You were the first reviewer I watched and that actually seemed to care enough to put uh, so much time and effort into your videos and explaining and helping others learn. I watched every video I could find and caught up with you, watching everything. Well, in 2014, with my MVB2 and Aspire Nautilus in my hand, I achieved my goal. No more SIGs. I don't think I've missed a video since. I now go back and watch some of the ones I've already seen, simply because it puts me in a better mood. Now I watch several reviewers who are also passionate about vaping and, delo- and devote lots of time and efforts towards towards it. So much for short, I just want to let you know that what an honor it was to meet you in Atlanta and shake the hand of the man that helped me achieve my goal. That's right, we absolutely did meet in Atlanta. He sent along the picture, I do remember you. This a picture of me and him and Kent and Dwayne. A great picture, super nice guy. Um, I just wanted to shake the hand of the man. Shake the hand of the man. Um, live longer, better, be around for my sons and my wonderful wife, Jennifer, for a few more years. The shout out would be for you and the other dedicated reviewers, such as Mike Vapes, Vaping Fagan, Brian, Heathen, Phil, Matt, Ruby, Tony, Vaping Biker, Omboyosi, Twisted Messes, and many others that are so dedicated. Feel free to use any names or just keep this one to yourself. Nope, I'm using it all. I used it all. I read your entire email. Jody anyway consider yourself absolutely shout it out and thank you so much so so much for the kind words maybe next year you never know I'll be back in Atlanta we can get another picture we can just get a picture every year we can be like those you know those YouTube videos where it's like people take a picture every day for an entire year we could take a picture every year for like for like the next two decades and then do one of those like YouTube videos and be like us aging together and like I get shorter and, and shrink down because I'm getting old and you like grow up and like you become big and strong and you just crush me like you just squash me anyway not quite sure where i was going with that but anyway definitely jody consider yourself shout out that's absolutely awesome uh mr gus writes in and says hey nick my name is gus and you definitely have my permission to say anything in this email during the vlog <laughs> awesome i've emailed you a couple of times in the past i don't think you'll remember me though i'm a vapor from mexico and a loyal follower of your videos for over three years now i have met lots of friends through vaping and have discovered awesome YouTube channels like yours. Well, I don't want to make this email too long. The point of this email is that my birthday is on February 27th. That's right, next week. It would be absolutely awesome if you could shout me out in your Thursday vlog. I also want to shout out my girlfriend who has always supported my vaping. Also a shout out to TVX45 and the TVX45 team. Thanks for everything you do, Nick. Keep it metal, keep drinking beer, and let's keep on vaping. I'll definitely buy some craft beer you've recommended to celebrate my. birthday yeah absolutely gus i apologize that this is late but boom bump that fist you are definitely shouted out happy birthday on february 27th i guess we're not that you know, uh, okay, I guess they, yeah. That was a, that that was a, that was a while ago. Anyway, happy birthday, Gus! Thank you so much for the kind words. I hope that whatever beer you bought, you enjoyed it on your birthday. Also, shout out to your girlfriend who you didn't tell me her name, so I'm just going to shout out Gus's girlfriend. Also, shout out to the TVX45 team. I'm assuming that's something vaping related, possibly in Mexico. Anyway. Anyway, definitely, definitely shout it out. Hope you had a great birthday. What what are we running on here? We got time. We got time. Let's just do one more. Let's just do one more. No big deal. No big deal. We'll just do one more. Uh, Vicky writes in and says, Hi, Nick. I just wanted to say that myself and my partner of 12 years, Lee, are such huge fans of your show. Lee started to vape last August, and he never smoked before. But since vaping, he has gone from a size 3X t-shirt to just an XL. He loves everything about it, from making coils to analyzing which RDA he should build next. I don't vape or smoke, but support everything he does. And it would be great if you could give him a shout out. I know it would make his day intact. Uh, probably, it would make his day, in fact, probably his whole year, autocorrect, I think autocorrect got you on there, Vicky, anyway, yeah, absolutely, Vicky, you are shouted out, and Lee, you are definitely shouted out, absolutely, thank you so much, and that's awesome, see, I'm trying to go from an extra large T with my man boobs down to, like, a large, like, if I could wear a large t-shirt, I think that would be it that that's like the pinnacle you know of life i've always been like my entire life from like 8th grade Till now, I've been an extra large T-shirt. That's just it. I just wear extra large T-shirts, and that's just a fact of life. I've learned to deal with it. But I'm trying to get rid of the man boobs, trying to get down to a large T-shirt. But anyway, congratulations, Lee, and uh, that's awesome. You're definitely shouted out, Vicky. Cool. All right. Well, cool, cool, cool. If you guys have any shout-outs, which please keep in mind that I have about 182 pages of shout-outs right now that are just, I mean. I could spend an entire vlog and dedicate two full hours to reading every single shout out that I have, and I probably wouldn't even get through half of them. So I have a ton, I mean, ton of shout outs right now, but you can always send me a shout out request. Nick at GrimGreen.com, just put shout out, shout out in the uh, subject and, uh, It'll get filed into the 182 pages of shoutouts that I have. So you know, your odds on that? Eh might be mm, might be <laughs> might be a little rough getting a, uh, getting a shout out in here these days. Anyway, um, cool, 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 cool. So we got through beer, we got through shoutouts, we got through news, we got through so much stuff, I am really excited to jump in. Let's do some first impressions <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into some first impressions. So first things first, we're gonna start off with a new sub-ohm tank from Horizon Tech. Posted this picture on Instagram not too long ago. Super matchy. I mean, look how much orange is happening here. Orange, orange, orange. I just love the way this looks. This is the Horizon Tech Duos tank atomizer and it looks like it comes in a couple different colors i got one that was orange and this came to me from origin vape and uh, pardon me i'm gonna fill this up real fast i don't remember if i had requested orange I think I had requested orange. Anyway, this came to me from Origin Vape. It's a $30 sub-ohm tank. Really, you can evaluate sub-ohm tanks really quickly. I've been using this for two days and I already have all sorts of thoughts on it. It does come with a clear glass as well so you don't have to rock like a colored glass on there but you, you can if you want to. And I wanted to and it looks cool and it feels nice. It doesn't, it feels like, um, it feels like It doesn't feel like etching you know what i mean how sometimes etching feels like like a chalkboard like like kind of irritating this feels really nice and smooth almost like it's like rubberized on there like it feels almost rubberized the best part about this tank is the dhd goon nub tips Boom. They fit in there and they work so well. This tank's really easy to fill. There's a little symbol over here that's locked. There's a little symbol over here that's unlocked. And then you just twist the top from locked to unlocked and it just pops off. There's no threading. It's just a, a, a one twist operation. Nice big kidney shaped juice fill hole on top. And when I've noticed that with the colored glass on there, it's a little difficult like to see how full it is so when I'm filling it I just fill it until the juice starts coming out of the top and then I kind of let go of the bottle and it sucks a lot of that juice back in and then you're good to go you put the little arrow on the lock you press down you'll hear it click and then you're good you're good to go nice airflow it's x-shaped so there's four so when you purge on it it kind of comes out looking like an x really nice performance horizon tech has always had really good coil heads. I've always enjoyed their coil heads. This one is nice and crackly. The airflow on this tank is a little turbulent but Overall, it doesn't bother me. One, The thing that bothers me more than just like a turbulent airflow is an airflow that starts off smooth and then becomes turbulent the harder you inhale. That happens a lot in sub-ohm tanks for some reason. This one is just a little bit turbulent throughout. It's not a deal breaker. I just prefer a much smoother airflow. I do like that those goon tips fit in there. That just looks awesome. I've got this loaded up with some low rider juice sitting on top of the Vape Rebel. This is a 0.34 ohm coil at 86 watts a whole lot of clouds bro it's good it's just a god it's just a good vape it is very very slightly spitty i just get ever so slightly spittiness from it it's not at all on level with like the crown t- crown 3 level of spittiness but I do get a little bit of spittiness with it it really only happens you know when you break that seal and you fill up the juice and some juice might flood into your coil head and you seal it off after you vape through that juice the uh, pardon me well wow, that was like a really silent foamy burp oh but I was going to say after you vape through that juice that has kind of flooded your coil head it's going to uh it's going to become much le- i mean much less spitty much less spitty it's a great vape i mean it's a sub-ohm tank. I don't know what else I could possibly say about a sub-ohm tank. What do you guys wanna hear about a sub-ohm tank? What's important to you when talking about a sub-ohm tank? Because I evaluate a couple things. If it's easy to fill, boom, check. Good airflow, boom, check nice tasting coils boom check so far this ticks all the boxes that I enjoy in a sub-ohm tank but I really want to know what you guys are looking for the diameter of it is 25 millimeters it hangs out just a hair just a hair past the edge of this rebel vape box mod I mean just a touch like you can barely even notice on there like I said the goon tips fit uh, colored glass, if you want it, comes in green and blue and red uh, and orange and black as well as clear. I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about on the Horizon subhome tank. I'll put a link down in the description. It's thirty bucks. I may not do a full review for this tank, but while it's orange and matchy, it is going to be on this mod for sure. So another thing we're going to be doing a first impression for is this RDA I got right here. I posted a little quick video of it on Instagram in my story, so it's I mean it's it's probably gone right now, but it's got a really interesting deck. It's kind of like the Bushido Pure Flavor RDA deck. It has this like umbrella on top and a velocity-style deck underneath. And it has both Kennedy-style airflow, so in and up, like the Kennedy or the Tsunami, but it also has airflow that goes in Up through the middle and then out a hole like the Bushido Pure Flavor RDA. I just put a simple Fuse Clapton on here. These coils came from Classic Clouds. I picked this up from a builder, the Coil Constructor, when I was in the UK. Just a nice pair of Fuse Clapton's that came out to 0.5, so I'm rocking it on my Titan series unregulated box and yeah 0.5 on a series is great. Just clouds, bro, clouds. I just wicked it like I would a Kennedy or a Tsunami just wick straight down, touching the bottom. I didn't build up and in though. I built it kind of down. I kind of built it like a regular RDA and I'm already noticing that it does the thing that the Bushido used to do when I was building it differently in that the juice goes down this little umbrella thing, this this perch, and then goes whoop right into the airflow holes. I mean just right in. So I think what I need to do when I re-wick this is move my coils up so that they're as close as they can get to that little perch to that little ledge. But as it stands, it's actually a pretty great vape. I have cotton coming out everywhere. So I'm just going to take a second and uh, repoke my cotton down. Aha, so much better. So you can actually turn off the airflow that goes through the center post, or you can turn it on. Now, this doesn't have a lot of airflow. Even with all of the airflows open, it's still a slightly restricted lung hit. Anyway, let me take a few toots on this. I've got it loaded up with Satisfying from Surf, which is, oh, pardon me, just a freaking delicious vape. Uh, I love it. I've still got two bottles left, so having this really empty bottle of Satisfying, I don't even like. I don't even care. I just know that in my cabinet, I've got two more bottles that I'm just gonna vape the hell out of. it's nice and hot. A point five on an unregulated series is a nice, warm, flavorful vape. But when I drip, which I'm going to do right now, I've got into the habit of, I do this with a couple RDAs. I do this with anything like the Tsunami or the Velocity, not, not so much the Velocity, but like the Kennedy or like... Uh, the, 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 the round, uh, no, the, the, what's the one from rig? What's the one from rig? The rough neck, anything with down-up airflow where your coils are over airflow holes. Whenever I blim my juice, I blim my juice and then right away, I just take a drag in to clear out the airflow in case I accidentally got any juice in there. That's just the habit I've got into with this atomizer as well. And I needed it right there because I heard a lot of juice in that airflow hole. Anyway, let's give it a couple more toots here. Nice. It's great. This is a, this is a really good vape, man. I don't know how much of that is the atomizer and how much of that is a 0.5 fuse clapton on an unregulated series. I have a feeling I could install a 0.5 fuse clapton on an unregulated series. I have a feeling I could install that coil on like a turd and it would still vape really well. I'd be like, wow, that's a really good vape. So I don't know how much of that has to do with the atomizer, but this is right now a very nice vape. I really want to see if this is goon compatible because this drip tip This drip tip looks very goon compatible. Let's go through all my DHD stuff. Gold? Ooh, I I even have a purple one. Just friggin' did a yard sale with all of my DHD tips. I keep all of my DHD tips, all of my new DHD tips, in like this little box that she sends out with like, there's like cotton down in the bottom. And sometimes when I grab a tip, I'll grab that cotton and be like, whoa, and just drip tips go flying all over the place. All right, let's see, purple oh man what a bummer it's not goon compatible that sucks Mm, that's a huge bummer that's actually a really huge bummer because i'm not a huge fan of the way this drip tip looks they tried to make it look like fancy blue like stab woody acrylic and i would much rather have like a purple matchy matchy thing on here that would look so much better but it's whatever that's fine So yeah, even with all the airflows open, it's still a very slightly restricted lung hit, which is interesting. I was expecting a lot more like Cloudsbro Clouds action, but it's actually slightly restricted and the flavor on it quite nice. I vaped a lot of this surf satisfying. It tastes good in this atomizer. The weird thing about this atomizer is I can't find any information on it anywhere. It's made by Y-Star, the same people that made that awful, awful vitamin tank. The awful, awful vitamin tank. I can search for Y-Star Legend RDA on Google, and all it brings up is the H-Cigar Legend RDA. Like the first five search results are all the H cigar legend RDA. I can't find anything about Y star. I can't find a Y star Facebook. I can't find a Y star Instagram. (gasps) I found a Y star Facebook. Holy cow. Okay, so I'm gonna link down in the description to the Y star Facebook. Uh, This is the first thing I've ever found of theirs. Okay, they have a picture of the legend. What does it say? Legend. All right, here we go. Drip tip design inside diameters 11 millimeters. Okay, a whole lot of airflow. Enjoy different ultimate experiences with three kinds of intake modes. Don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming they're talking about airflow. The base is made in 24 karat gold with better conductivity and stylish appearance. Dripping design, uses curved cap, motorcycle more convenient to drip although positive electrode e-liquid directly and uniformly gets into cotton and coil okay okay there you go i'm gonna link to the to the y star facebook page this is the first whisper of them i've seen on the internet so i'm just gonna link to the y star facebook page i'm not 100 percent sure how this costs but like with all my first impressions i'm gonna spend a little bit more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the tuesday bro tuesday queue. but got some 0.5 Fuse Clapton's in here, and I uh, got it on an unregulated series. It's a great vape. And see, that's a time that I was going to say, I was thinking in my head, I should say terrific instead of great, but I don't know if it is actually terrific, but I do think it is great. So sometimes great still is still you know, usable, right? Anyway, let's get to this setup right here. This is the setup right here from Smoant that I was gonna put that Rose Gold RDTA on. How cool would that look? Let's just try it. Let's just try it before we even evaluate this mod, before we even evaluate this RTA that came with this mod. I really just wanna put this Rose Gold RDTA on here so I can have something that looks matchy. Oh, that looks way cooler. Holy crap, that looks way cooler. So this mod is a dual 18650, 200 watt. It's a lot like, you know, something you'd find from Lost vape. It's got the leather covered piece that comes off the back. Your batteries are on the inside. It's like a C frame shape. It's got this kind of big but clicky protruding button right here. Display up down buttons and a USB spring loaded 510. And it's kind of in this brushed, copper rose gold looking thing and that actually looks cool with this tank on it good this home this is the new home of this rdta but that's not what this is about because this kit also came with its own rta that has a velocity style deck. It's not a true RTA because the deck is kind of more in the middle of the tank. It reminds me more of uh, like the Watofo Troll RTA or like the Mage GTA, but for dual coils. I have a feeling I didn't build and wick this as well as I could have. It was kind of a rush job and it hasn't been vaping really, truly great. I built a 0.47 Dual Fuse Clapton, so Great. I basically wasted these coils to put on a regulated mod. A 0.47, anything like that's a 0.4 and up, I always regret not putting it on like an unregulated series box. But what are you gonna do? Let's set this to 47 watts at a 0.47 and see how it vapes. This is filled up with uh, fairy wings from R Vapors. Friggin' delicious juice that goes without saying. It's one of my favorite juices, and I, I feel like, you know, I don't need to say that every time. If I just say fairy wings, You know, everybody knows, oh, Fairy Wings. It's that big bottle. He got that big bottle of Fairy Wings. But let's see how it vapes. Okay, needs more wattage. Definitely needs more wattage. And it already feels like it's running dry. Okay, there was one bubble in there. 62 watts. I'm scared of this because it did feel like it was actually running dry. Okay, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Let's turn this airflow off. Let's do a few dry tooths. I need to get more juice to those coils. I have a feeling, like I said, I put just too much cotton in here. Oh, big old bubble happened. Okay, we should have nice wet coils by now. (coughs) Nope. (coughs) Dry. Totally dry. I honestly kind of like it when shit like that happens because at the end of the day, I'm just I'm a vapor like you guys and I have my own struggles with vape gear and building and wicking and I don't do everything flawlessly. I didn't build this tank correctly and it is giving me just dry hits on dry hits on dry hits so gonna take that tank off we're gonna come back to that tank at a later date after i've built it correctly and right now i'm gonna put this merlin rdta back on top in fact let's fill this tank up real fast because i'm here all right we're back to a 0.17 at 90 watts it looks cool and i know that those wicks are already nice and saturated good glorious that was glorious all right revenant you have to wait over there for another topper to come along because right now this merlin is on top of this smoant i didn't even say the name of it it's the smoant charon charon tc 218 mod comes in copper gold full black and stainless steel and i want to say that the full black does look super dope 218 watts of strength Um, variable wattage mode supports down to a 0.1 ohm atomizer it's got the new ant 218 chip independent research and development this chip was designed by smoant for stability along with high-tech upgradable technology providing no delays at all it is a nice mod man it feels Really good in the hand. The button feels nice. You know, I'm a guy that likes to finger my mods. I put the round part in my palm and I always hit the button with my finger. Always, always hit the button with my finger. This is very conducive to that. It does a lot of temperature control, which I probably won't be trying out because I don't really use temperature control. It says genuine leather and 3M glue. High quality material and building makes the Charon TC 218 soft and comfortable in your hand. The leather sticker is also. easily replaceable by yourself and they did send along a bunch of stickers so I guess I could get my heat gun out and I could warm this door up and I could peel off this leather that's on here and apply one of these many other stickers that they sent along none of these really appeal to me here we got we got like a wolf Like a a wolf, uh, a wolf with some rocks there. We have some sort of, uh, you know, camo thing. We've got uh, dragons happening here as well. Ooh, look at that. We got two like tribal skull guys. None of this is appealing to me at all. We have a lady running through the jungle being chased by tigers, if you can see that, or lions or something. Um, We have an angel that is an angel that is sort of looks like from the never-ending story and just kind of looking up into the sky we also have uh mjolnir thor's hammer which is kind of cool if honestly if i had the stainless steel one i might put this mjolnir on it but with this copper with this like brushed copper look i think it kind of looks the coolest with the black on there and lastly there appears to be some sort of uh Samurai Panda situation, um, I don't know if they do custom jobbers, like if I could make Grim Green or Cream Cheese wraps for this for this particular mod, that'd be kind of cool, but as it stands, none of these, with the exception of Mjolnir, really apply to me or really appeal to me, and because of the way this mod looks, I wouldn't really want to change that out anyway. I like the black leather, and I liked, like the slightly... Brushed, sort of distressed look of this mod. It's just really comfortable, really comfortable mod, and now I got it topped with a very highly decent topper. Um, I'm not saying that this tank is bad in any means, by any means. I'm just saying that uh, I didn't build it correctly. And I had a feeling when I was doing it that it wasn't correct, and now I know that it was not correct. So I'm going to rebuild that. The tank also has that like brushed copper look to it and it's it's very very matchy matchy on there but yeah so i'm gonna spend some more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the tuesday bro tuesday queue it is the smoant charon tc 218 mod good stuff so far so far so good So I got this tank in as well from Geek Vape. This is the Amet dual coil version and it's got a really interesting deck. I don't don't have a picture of it to show you but it's basically a dual coil version of the original Amet. And I had kind of a bummer of a time with the original Amet until I learned how to wick it correctly and also realized that you can actually use the Juice Flow control system on here. Right now I have my Juice Flow turned down about halfway, maybe I'll open it up just a little bit more. But so far, this has been great. I literally built this maybe 10 minutes ago, filled it up. I've taken two toots on this so far. I built a 0.12 ohm fuse clapton in here. I've got it rocking at 82 watts. Oh no, I used geek vape coils. What am I talking about? I used geek vape coils. They're not fused claptons. It's the framed something... It's the framed staple something that they do. They're not exactly beautiful coils. Yeah, it's these framed guys. It's the staggered framed guys. Staggered framed staple fuse clapton coil. That's what they call it, is a framed staple fuse clapton coil. Really easy to build on, really easy to install these coils on here. I really, you know, the Geek Vape coils are sometimes a little bit hit and miss. Their fused claptons are really beautiful, and the framed staples and stuff like that just kind of look a little bit chintzy, like they were actually put together by a machine. Anyway, I've got those in here, .12, 82 watts. This is loaded up with this, the Cream Street. Remember the Cream Street from the last Tuesday Bro Tuesday episode, the Lime Creamsicle? Yeah, I decided to throw it in this tank. I've got it sitting on top of the Minikin Two Kodama edition and the one toot I took was really good. Let's see how these go. Yeah, vapes good. Nice airflow, I've noticed like this airflow is one of those airflows that the harder you drag, the more turbulent it becomes. So if I take like a lighter, smoother drag, it stays light and smooth. But if I really toot on it, like really pulling it really hard, it goes and like gets really turbulent on me. Sorry, I didn't mean that to go right at the camera. I hate it when people do that, sorry. It's nice, the flavor is nice. This juice tastes delicious. It's got a nice big capacity. It's a 25 millimeter tank, so it kind of comes right to the edge. Is this 25 or 24 millimeters? Let's find out. Oh yeah, the base diameter is 25 millimeters. The outside diameter, because it kind of of bows out like this, I have this in six mil mode. So it's in the bigger uh, you know, capacity tank mode, 25 millimeters around the base. So I was correct. There you go. Maybe for the first time in vlog history, I was correct about something before looking at it on the freaking website. But yeah, Amet, dual coil. Does this drip tip come off? Holy crap. Uh, apparently that drip tip is glued in there Ah, ultim drip tip let's go ahead and see if it's goon compatible ha ha it is it is goon compatible and i'm going to leave that purple on there because there's some purple in this mod and there's some light wood in this mod and that's going to match like the gold base on there boom roasted i already like this way better now I haven't had any issues with leaking or flooding or or gurgling or dry hits. I feel like I lucked out and built this completely perfectly the first time, so I'm just gonna keep using it, you know what I mean? I'll post a link down in the description to Geek Vape for the Amet dual coil version. Let's actually see if we can find a place to buy this. I wanna know the price of it. Uh, looks like my vapor store has them in stock right now, if their webpage would load. Okay, it just says out of stock coming soon, so this could be not even a released thing yet. Uh, the only place I've ever seen it is on the Geek Vape website. Do they have a shopping thing on the Geek Vape website? No, you can't can't shop directly from Geek Vape. That's uh eh, that's kind of a bummer. But whatever. I have no idea how much this is going to cost. I'm assuming it's going to follow suit with a lot of the Geek Vape products. It's probably going to be around 35-40 bucks. I would be surprised if this was any more than $40. Geek Vape usually tries to keep all their stuff right at around $40 and below. So yeah, good times here with the Geek Vape Amet tank. One thing that I do really love about this that I'm not going to show right now because it is full is the filling is really simple. All this does is you unscrew this top part and you have a huge open container that you just bleh, you just fill it so easily. You screw this back down. It's pretty fantastic. So far, so good. You know what I mean? Like with all my first impressions, I am going to spend a lot more time with this Amet dual coil from Geek Vape before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday bro, Tuesday Q, but so far, so good. I'm liking this Amet dual coil tank. Having a good old time with that thing. So, I do have one more first impression. I got a thing from Geek Vape. This is the Tsunami Mech Kit, and I honestly haven't even opened this yet, and I'm really excited to see it. I'm excited to see Mech Mods coming back, and I love the idea of doing like a Mech Mod RDA combo deal thing and this is wow that actually looks pretty freaking nice so this is their mech mod it looks like it is brass throughout oh it's brass and it's got what the what it's a sleeve oh that's cool geek vape right on good job and the sleeve is held on by a little silicone o-ring at the top and it looks like there's plastic like clear plastic, like maybe like a peak insulator type of material throughout the inside of this, which, you know, that's for if you have a battery wrap that is... Torn or something like that, it's gonna, you know, that's a little bit of an added safety feature. I like that this sleeve comes off, I like the idea of changing out the sleeves on a mod, that is very cool. I liked it when Limitless did it, and Geek Vape has done it in a very cool way. Hybrid 510 on there, so you have to make sure that your atomizer, which also comes with it, has a nice protruding 510 pin, which this definitely does. So this is the Tsunami RDA, and it has a new drip tip on it. Does this drip tip come off? Oh yeah, look at that. So it's got a big, yeah, just a velocity-style deck. Airflow comes in and up. That That's it's exactly what you would come to expect from a Tsunami RDA. Kennedy-style airflow in and up, velocity-style deck on the inside. It's got this big big. That's actually a really big, comfortable drip tip on there. But it also comes with this little guy, which kind of, can you put this on here? Kind of gives it a little bit of a rounded top. Look at that. And you can use your own 510 drip tip on there. It's like rounded and cool. That is actually pretty cool. I'm going to go back to that big drip tip though. I'm going to put that on there. Yeah, look at that. That looks cool. And it does come with a 510 that has a pin in it. So I'm assuming this comes off of here. Do you come off of here? How do I use this? How do I use you? It's not reverse threaded. It's not forward threaded. Uh, I don't know. There are threads on this. So it is another top cap that has a 510 pin in there. So this doesn't have to be a hybrid. I just can't figure out, are there instructions? I just can't figure out how to get that 510 off. Oh, yeah, it says it comes off. It says it unscrews. That's really bizarre. It shows it unscrewing, but holy crap, I just chewed up my fingers trying to unscrew this. Let's use my rubber-tipped pliers, and we'll try to get this off. Aha! See? All you need sometimes is the right tool. So yeah, you can put this on here, and this acts as a 510 with an actual like pin. So when I put this on here, it's going to be a little bit higher profile than the previous one was and this one actually has a pin on the inside so it doesn't have to be be like a hybrid mech mod but because the atomizer that it comes with does have a very nice long protruding 510 pin on there i am going to use the hybrid top cap I like it a little bit more lower profile a little bit harder hitting i really like this so far man I haven't even vaped it and i'm really enjoying it i like being able to take it apart i love how smoothly this sleeve goes on and it stays in place because it's got like the little Heath at the top. Let me get a battery. Let's put a battery in here. Get battery. We'll put a battery in there. Oh yeah, look at that. It's got a automatic spring loaded, uh, you know, battery take up for the battery rattle on the inside. You know what, man? Mechs have come a really long way. I mean, a really long way from a number of years ago, like six years ago when they were really popular and they had the worst kind of adjustments and like the double pins on the inside. And I remember uh, the shotgun from Emit Vapor was the first mech mod I ever had that had like an automatic spring-loaded like battery rattle adjustment. This should be standard now on every mech mod ever made. All right, so what I'm going to do real fast is I'm just going to put a Uh, you know, single 18650 mech mod build in here, and uh, yeah, we're gonna come back, I'm gonna juice it up, and uh, we're gonna vape it. All right, so what I put on here was a, it's a really simple build. This is a build that I use on a lot of mech mods, and it is a Ni-Chrome, anarchist wire, 24-gauge, seven-wrap. It's basically a Ruby build, except I did a spaced Ruby build because the Velocity style deck, the posts are so far apart that I did a seven-wrap spaced. It came out pretty well. It seems, on a single 18650, to be working pretty fairly well. I've got this topped off with a random juice I just grabbed that Ronin Vape makes, for vape models. It's called Limitless. It's a honeydew pair. So I thought, hey, that sounded pretty good. So I'm going to put this on here. I got my coils all wet. I got a new battery. Yeah, dude, that is a rad mech kit. I love the idea of selling a mech mod atomizer combo. And especially if that mech mod is a hybrid and you sell it with an atomizer that has an extra long protruding 510 pin. Perfect. I mean, Perfect. That cuts that, I mean, that ups the safety limit of using a mech mod so much when you have the right combination. Anyway, let's try a few toots on this. First, I want to say this drip tip, super comfortable. I mean, really fucking comfortable in your mouth. Nice, nice vape. So many clouds, bro. Clouds. Let's see if I can blow my juice through the middle. Sometimes with the tsunami, I always had a problem blowing my juice in through the middle. See, I get into that habit of dripping and then right away while keeping the bottle right here, just give it a quick pull to get the juice out of the airflow. But I didn't even hear any gurgling going on there. I want to make sure that these coils are wet. Yeah, dude, they look pretty wet. And You can even pop the top pretty easy and just paint your coils if you want to good this is a really good vape you guys so i wonder if there's a way to adjust the throw of the switch because right now no, i guess not i guess there's no way to adjust that what are you going to do the the button really nice and smooth there's a little bit of a zip to it i don't know if you can hear that Little bit of a zip going on, but overall it's nice and smooth. The button just has a really long throw. And I like on my mechs, like this Emit Vapor, this uh, Emit Vapor, this from uh, Vape Envy, this Stabwood Mech, it's got a really short throw. Like you just push that button, And and vapors happen. This has a bit of a long throw. You kind of need to push it up into the body a little bit longer than you do on that. Again, that's not a deal breaker. That's just a nitpicky thing that I noticed. Otherwise, the tsunami with the 24 gauge NI Chrome Anarchist 7 wrap spaced on a three millimeter. Awesome. It's dope. In fact, you know what? I don't even know the resistance of this. So we're going to check it. I have a feeling it's going to be a 0.2. Yep. Sitting right at a 0.23, which on a mech mod is really nice. Very nice and safe for your batteries and will still give you some really nice, really nice clouds, a little bit of a warm vape, just all around really good vape. I'm into this. I kind of even like this limitless juice. Honeydew sometimes tastes like a Halloween mask to me. And I don't get that because this isn't just honeydew. It's honeydew pear. And it's quite nice. It's even a little bit throaty, which I kind of like. So yeah, that's the Geek Vape Tsunami Mech Kit. I'm really enjoying this right now. But like with all my first impressions, and I always say this, I am going to spend a lot more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But I have a feeling this is something that I am going to be using quite a bit. God, that makes me wonder. This is just about the size of the metal head. And I want to see if the metal head, the DHD metal head that she makes for the recoil will fit on here because that would be so dope. Oh, it's just a little bit too big. Oh, it's just a hair too big. Oh, well. You know what? It's whatever. What are you going to do? Oh, no way. Yes, dude. My chuff fits on there. My 22 millimeter original authentic chuff cap fits on there. That's awesome. That just made me so happy. Fits and works. And look, that even looks kind of cool on there. I'm leaving it. F the world. Call the cops. I'm leaving it on there. Original, authentic chuff cap, 22 millimeters. That means any other 22 millimeter chuff caps will fit on here. Yeah, hell yeah. Even that blue District 5 with a little bit of cotton showing, that blue District 5 cap fits on there. This is a whole new thing. I saved all of my 22 millimeter uh, chuff caps and they all fit on here. Oh, that one doesn't fit, that's a 24 millimeter. Yeah, that District 5 one, look at that big one, that half moon. Yeah, dude, that totally fits on there. Awesome. I'm just stoked that my original, authentic chuff cap fits on there. And it actually looks pretty cool. Fuck it, dude. I'm bringing chuff caps back. So yeah, that is the Geek Vape Tsunami Mech Combo. Having a great time with that. I always say this. I say it too much. I need to spend more time with it before it gets full of you or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But I think that's going to wrap up uh, the first impressions. I got a couple other things over there, but I think we're going to leave those for next week as well. I don't have a retro vaping segment prepared. And that really bums me out because I love retro vaping. Um, I don't have a... Uh, Uh, a thing that you know you know I was doing that new segment for a while Grim Green reviews a thing that he's never even tried before I don't have that but what I do have is a review for a thing that never got a review so let's go there now reviews for things that never got reviews so here we go let's review something that never got a review before I did a first impression on this what seems like a long time ago does anybody remember this the Sense Blazer regulated mod, triple 18650 guy. This is actually a pretty freaking awesome mod that for some reason or another, just never made it to a full review, never made it into the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. In fact, I'm gonna attach the Sense Blazer Pro to it. Check the resistance, 0.3, let's turn this down to about 100 watts since that's where I was running it before. So this is a very ergonomic mod if you have larger sized hands. Like see how this is big but it's not really ergonomic. This is big and ergonomic. It's round. It's like this weird egg shape that just it fits so well in my hand. It just feels really nice in my hand. It does feel rather clunky. Like it's a big clunky mod. Like don't get me wrong. I love this leaning tree wood mods but it's a little bit clunky. Is this is is also really clunky, it just feels big and clunky. The display on it, where it's positioned right here, it just feels a little bit outdated to me. That's the only thing I noticed about it. When you look at something like this that has a really cool, big, nice, bright display and it's laid out well, 54 watts and it shows you everything you need to know and it kind of is there and looks cool. When you compare it to this, this just looks archaic. It looks like it's from four years ago but it was released in 2016. This is a 200 watt mod. I've got it set to 100 watts. Sense Blazer Pro on top, vapes. Clouds, bro, clouds. It vapes, and it vapes well. I've only ever run it in wattage mode. I've never tried out any of the uh, temperature control or any of the custom TCRs with it, but for the way that I vape, this mod works awesome. I like to put it in my hand. This egg shape fits well in my hand. I finger the button with my finger like this, and It's great. Uh, In your pocket, um, really super uncomfortable. I mean, like the Relo, like like a lot of those triple 18650 mods, which this is a triple 18650 mod. The magnetic door comes off, and you have a triple 18650 compartment right there. Adjustment buttons right here. It's been super reliable, but a lot of these triple 18650 mods are really clunky, and they don't exactly fit in your pocket very well. If this was just going to be a desk mod, like if you need a mod for at home only, when you're sitting at your your desk or sitting on your couch and it's just going to be your home, daily banger, just beater mod, this is probably a really good option. Triple 18650 is going to give you plenty of battery life and the ergonomic shape makes this really fun to use. Okay, that's weird. I went over to the SenseTech website. They do have the Blazer box mod, Blazer 200 watt box mod on here, 7 to 200 watts. Resistance range, it'll fire down to uh, a 0.1. Uh, it comes in black and white, and they have a little button that says buy online, and that opens up a link that goes nowhere and does nothing so i don't know the price of this hang on i'm gonna try to do some google foo and find the actual price of this looks like good old reliable vapor dna's got them in stock 59 bucks 59 bucks for a 200 watt triple 18650 mod dude (laughs) I feel like that's a pretty rockin' deal. And this has been incredibly sturdy. It's not like, you know, I can't pull this 510 pin out of here like I can on that. Nope, not gonna do it. Can't pull the 510 out of here like I did on that, you know, uh, the Wismec Predator 218. I feel like this is a really good value for your money. A big 200-watt, triple 18650, very ergonomic mod to hold. Like I said, my only real gripe with it is, A, it's a little bit clunky, so if you're using it as a home mod, that would be a great thing for it, and B, the display, not a fan of it. It looks really super outdated. When I first looked at it, it reminded me of the old lava tube mods, where it's like just a really small flat display behind a big rounded glass portion, like a big rounded plastic version. It's not a deal breaker right it's not gonna ruin this mod for me but the display looks i mean really outdated additionally the battery level indicator on here is a tiny little thing Battery level indicators, and I'm going to use this Joytech Evic Primo Mini as an example, battery level indicators need to be big so you get a good idea of where your battery is at. This, it's just a tiny little thing. So when two little slices come off, it's going to look like your battery's dead when in reality you probably have a lot more left. It's just the scale of the battery level indicator is so small you can't like accurately gauge where it is. Anyway, it's it's fine. It's a cool little mod. It just never got a review, and I I feel bad. I feel bad, Sense Blazer. I'm sorry. I don't know what board they're using. <laughs> Pardon me. I don't know what board they're using in here, but it seems to be very accurate. I get a pretty nice smooth signal from it. It doesn't feel helicopter uh, helicoptery or like, you know, uh, panic attacky, y as RubyRue likes to put it. It feels nice. It feels nice and smooth. So yeah, there you go. It is what it is. The Sense Blazer 200 watt device. This is gonna be one of the first things that's gonna go on my Patreon only $2 sale. That's gonna happen really, really soon, really soon over there for my patrons over on Patreon. But yeah, there you go. Sense Blazer. Good, 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 good deal. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this vlog up. You know what I mean? We've been going on for a while now. We've been talking about a lot of stuff. Let's wrap this up with my favorite comments of the week. Once again, I want to thank Nico from Finland and everybody else that takes some screen captures of some favorite comments of the week. I might not always use all of them, but I do use some of them sometime. Anyway, uh, Sherlock Ohms left a comment and said, your rage excites my giggle parts. I've never heard someone uh, refer to their sense of humor as their giggle parts. People are always like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for someone with a nice sense of humor. People should just say, yeah, I'm looking for someone with nice giggle parts. Anyway, another comment uh, left here from Rose. Rose left a comment and said, I want to slather your potty, Nick. And I believe she's referring to Tuesday Bro Tuesday when I used the word slather and I had never used the word slather before. And evidently I said potty. Instead of body, like p o d y. Anyway, Rose. Unfortunately, I am very flat. I am very flattered, but I am spoken for, and uh, you will not be able to slather my potty with anything. Comment of the week number three. A fellow named Smoke Dubs left a comment, and this comment is really like assholey, right? And so I talked to him about it, and he apologized, and I was like, you know what? That's cool. Like sometimes it's okay to talk like a human, to someone that you think is trolling, because there could just be a misunderstanding, he could have been just in a bad mood when he left that comment, and that's what he said, he's like, I had a long day, I was in a bad mood, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, thank you for replying to me, but anyway, his original comment still remains funny, and he said, this was on, uh, this was on my quick and easy coil build tutorial, one of the videos that YouTube uh, demonetized, He said, show the part where you clamp it to the table again, please. I didn't quite get that, you fucking retard. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Oh, man. You know what, bro? If we hadn't talked about this and got past this... I would have been like, I would have just thought you were a dick for the rest of my life. But thankfully we talked about it. He's actually a nice guy. He's not a dick, but that comment is still funny. Comment of the week, number four. Eric left a comment and said, this was awesome. Can I kiss your belly button? Asking for a friend. Thanks. Um, Eric, tell your friend... No, no, bro. You can definitely not kiss my belly button, and that that's a weird thing to ask for. Comment of the week number five, Super Konek is back. She left a comment that says, I always skip to first impression. When FDA anal you, I don't, I still don't know what that means. Uh, she had left a comment a while back that was talking about how the FDA was going to anal me, and now she's back saying that she always skips to the first impressions when FDA anal you. What I don't even know what that means. I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop posting your comments, Super Kotech. If you keep Konech, if you keep talking about how the FDA is going to anal me. Anyway, yeah, if uh, anybody sees any funny comments of the week um, that you think I may have missed, you're always more than welcome to screen capture them and send them over like a few people do. And those people are just fantastic. But yeah, we've reached the end of the vlog, everybody. And as I always say, you people that made it to the end of the vlog with me, you are absolutely my favorite people. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Don't forget that you can join me here every Tuesday for my Tuesday bro Tuesday program. It's kind of a similar program. But we do like actual reviews and stuff over there, as well as some viewer mails, as well as getting to know Grim Green, and then we do a very random juice tasting at the end. It's a really fun program all around, and you're always more than welcome to join me there. Don't forget, I do have a Patreon. I'll throw a link down in the description. Please don't feel any obligation to give me any sort of money. Even if you don't subscribe to my Patreon, you can still watch all of my vlogs. You can still watch all of my Tuesday Bro Tuesdays. Any travel vlogs I do, any reviews I do, any bro trips I do, the Culture of Clouds podcast and any live stream I'm on, that is still all free for you to watch. But I do have a Patreon going on simply because YouTube is awful. They are the worst and they are demonetizing videos left and right and that is... Uh, that cannot stand. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people, including myself, and I'm not trying to go on a rant here. There's a lot of people, including myself, that put their fucking heart and soul and blood and tears into creating good content for YouTube and to have YouTube just be like, hey, thanks for doing that. You can't monetize your videos anymore. It just feels like a it just feels like a kick in the teeth, man. That just really bums me out. YouTube sucks. They are, they are the worst. But uh, you know what are you gonna do? That's it's the only option right now. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap this vlog up. Let me just take a quick look and make sure I didn't forget anything. Cool, 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 cool. I got some stuff that I'm saving for next week, and I'm gonna wrap this here vlog up. So thank you, thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, oh crap. What am I gonna grab? That's right, the Tsunami mech kit with my authentic chuff cap on top. Let's keep on vaping.